0: What's up? Hello. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? It's me. I'm back. I'm back. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, let me just look to see how long it's actually been. <laughs> I think it's been like five weeks. I came back. I was starting strong again. And then, you know, as they say, uh, Christmas season hits. And if you're a small business owner, you, uh, you basically are fucking locked uh, in an underground meth lab like Jesse from Breaking Bad and you, you know, you beg uh, the white supremacist guy to, to open the tarp at night so you can look at the stars. So you can get a little glimmer of life, but then he just throws it back on and you're, you're just back to packing orders. So that's pretty much what my life has been. Um, but yeah, now that I got time, guys, I went to bed last night at 930 at night. Oh, excuse me. I was in bed at 930. The melatonin kicked around 10 and I slept to eight. So what is that? 10 hours of sleep? I got 10 hours of sleep, you guys. I feel good. Um, Yeah, can't believe it's over. What's today? 21st? I have been here for 28 straight days. So no days off in 28 straight days. And holy crap, the enormity of the season hit me last night. I worked the store this weekend. Uh, I don't ever usually work the store, but I'm happy I did because we did... So many people coming through, so many awesome people I've met for the first time that have supported us for a while, people from all different parts of Maine, different parts of the country that were home for Christmas. Um, so yeah, I, it was just really, it was really awesome, especially with how this year started with not really knowing what was going to happen with, I don't think anybody knew, still doesn't know what's really going to happen. It's just, uh, taking it a day at a time, looking, looking a little bit ahead, but not too far. Um, and, and all that. So, but I'll touch on that later with the, the silver linings from this year. But since this is the first, I think this, yeah, this will be the first time I've done a 2020 year in review. I have no time limit. I'm fully caffeinated as you can tell. Uh, so I, I've, I've jotted down some notes and they're just things I want to touch on. Things that maybe I didn't touch on previously in my podcast history. And you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I'll say it again and I'll probably be wrong. I'm going to try to do this every week. Now, I am in talks with a buddy of mine who has his own podcast as well too, and I'm trying to get him up here so that I can have another guest. I think I've only had two guests ever. They're fucking awesome. It was a great time. But me being the crow magnum man that I am, I am not really talented when it comes to. I know how to podcast and make, make this sound good. I do not know how to podcast uh, with like multiple mics and getting it into processing and audio levels. I mean, just I do a dec- I do a decent enough job by myself. Okay, but I need help and he can help, but I'm excited if he, if he does make his way up here this week, which I think he said he's going to try to. So that's to look forward to. So 2020, I'm not going to say the word dumpster fire because God damn it, people stop saying the word dumpster fire. Okay, there are a million things worse than a goddamn dumpster fire to describe how worse how bad this year has been for a lot of people. Um, I'm going to take you through the things I learned, good, bad or indifferent. I'm going to give you my Spotify 2020. (laughs) I'm actually not going to give you my Spotify 2020 wrap. Um, I got a couple stories at the end. Uh, One where it was the happiest I think I had ever been around Christmas time in my life up until this year. And uh, I have another Karen story for you. So here we go. Okay. Here's my notes. (sighs) Okay. Things I learned. Let's start with the bad, okay? Let's get the bad out of the way first. People will let you down. That is a sad fact of life. Even if you don't know them personally, someone you might look up to, celebrity, whatever. Uh, I think this year was, I think for a lot of people who may see the world through rose-colored glasses, you got to really see uh, a lot of people's true colors uh, this year. So, to start, and I haven't even touched on this, I don't think yet, but my favorite podcaster and comedian up until you know June of this year was Chris D'Elia. You know, I still—I <laughs> guess if you listen to Chris D'Elia or you did, you understand how I talk on here. It's very much similar to him because I just think it's so fucking funny how he used to do things on his podcast. Um, but as some of you know, or maybe not know, he got. And I hate saying the word me too, because it's not me too. implies like he, yeah, um, uh, I'm trying to think here. He was destroyed or his career was destroyed and and it's up for debate whether or not all of this happened, but it's such a touchy subject. Um, Anyway, he had like accusations from like 40 people of just doing these horrible things, you know, fucking trying to hook up with like 15 year olds and 16 year olds. And it just, it wrecked me. You know, it's just like, uh. Uh, broke my heart Because he stopped doing his podcast And we look forward to listening to him every every week We listen to it and hear A lot of friends who liked him And it just It just sucked You know It's like Yeah it just sucked So that really broke my heart um, But You know I look at it from this standpoint You know If I had a daughter and she was 16 Would I want a 40 year old man Nearly 40 year old man texting her Even if nothing inappropriate was said eh, Kind of sketchy um so yeah I yeah that fucking sucked so I really like Theo Vaughn though I really like Bill Burr but man I fucking love Chris podcast and (sighs) yeah I don't know so that sucked but anyway um and obviously too like the even more sucky part is if he is guilty of all the things that these women said he did then that's sadder than me losing just my favorite podcast that is awful so so yeah Uh, let's move on. Racist. Yeah, really weird. Uh, You wouldn't believe some of the conversations I had this year. Uh, Obviously, with everything that happened with social unrest and civil unrest and just, you know, when the George Floyd thing happened, um, you know, it just really kind of showed what people had in their hearts and their souls. You know, Um, I made it a very big point to Make sure that we let our actions speak and not our words because it is very, very easy to just speak and just say and whatever and get a bunch of likes or comments or hearts or whatever the fuck and have people think you're a great person. Um, I didn't want to do that. I haven't wanted to do that for years. Um, my thing was, you know, we met with – and again, got two friends out of it. You know, Rose and Jerry from – Rose especially from Black Owned, Maine. Great directory. They give you an option – places to look. If you want to support, uh, every business owner in Maine, that is black and that, and if you can support them and they had just gotten rolling, I mean, they're still rolling now. They, they are tons of followers, tons of support, and we wanted to get them kickstarted. So we did a kind of, you know, who are you? What's your mission? What's your business? Let's raise some money for you. And we raised $3,300 for them. And that was my statement since everybody was making a statement. Um, you know, and I think a lot of people went about that the wrong way. Like, for instance, like if you're a pro sports team and you put up a post about, hey, I just want to let you guys know we're not racist. Eh, eh. <laughs> Actions. Actions are more important. Um, and then just in general, just the stuff I saw people posting, which will leave me to my next point on social media. Just, yeah, just people just let me down. Just a lot of people did. And that's okay. Um, I'm not a piece of shit. So stuff affects me more than most people. I just don't talk about it. Um, and I just saw a lot of stuff that let me down. Uh, so yeah, not that I needed that drove driven home, but that's kind of just what I saw too. Um, I think people, what I took from 2020 the most is people need to get outside more. Um, people are always like, Oh, you don't, you spend all your time fishing or doing stuff outside or whatever. It's like, Yeah, man, because we're not meant to be staring at a six-inch screen or a 13-inch, 14-inch laptop screen, yelling and digitally yelling at each other into the ether, into an unknown space called the internet. Like We're not meant to live that way. And I mean, I am so close to disabling Facebook on my phone. I only use... Facebook to do our Catalyst stuff, and then I check it at the end of the day if we're doing a giveaway to see what the comments were. I respond to every single comment, even if there's two hundred, because that's what you should do. People take time to support your brand; you should respond back. Now, on the personal side, I think I posted twice on Facebook since March. <laughs> I think both were just family anniversary things. You know, like they weren't just. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just I scroll through Facebook, and it's like it's just a fucking hole. Like it's just either terrible news articles, pandemic stuff, you know, and just people arguing with like, I just, I mean, maybe I'm weird cause I don't get this, but dude, put a fishing pole in my hand, put me on a deck somewhere near a lake, put me around a campfire with people that I appreciate and love over spending 20, 30, 40 minutes, an hour, arguing with somebody on a on a news station's facebook feed like bro get outside what are you doing with your life like uh, people are walking around like they have multiple lives like they're going to do this life again and that they're going to get time back i was able to understand at a very young age that every single moment is crucial and critical i'll never get back the last sentence that i just said i can't go back in time like I try to make the most of every moment. And I I think once people understand that, like, the more you do that shit, like the movie, The Social Dilemma, and that people were like, I can't believe this is how it is. You can't believe that's how it is. How did you not know that's how it is? (laughs) The more you're on and the more you're writing, the more they win. And if you don't want these giant companies like Facebook and Twitter to have a say in how the world is, stop fucking writing on it every two seconds. That's not how stuff's supposed to be. And also too, I take pride in the fact that I am not a tough man. I am not a tough guy. I'm none of those things, but I love getting to the root of the issues right away. And I love doing it face to face. Um, and if more people took that approach, I think the world would be a 10 times better place. But Fuck. That's all I learned in 2020. (laughs) But those are all things that I, those are all things that I already knew existed, but they were just hammered home to a T in 2020. Um, I knew that people will let you down. I knew that people have too much time on their hands. I knew that people need to get outside more. It was hammered home. And also, there's a lot of stupid fucking people in the world. Um, Excuse my language. I mean, I'm sorry. This isn't a fucking PG podcast anyway. But guys, do you remember at the beginning of the pandemic when the thing that people were buying was a toilet paper? I'll say that again. Toilet. Remember that? Does everybody remember that at this point? It seems like 25 years ago at this point. But do you remember that? Hmm. Cause I recall, cause I remember going to my local Hannaford or Shaw's and couldn't find anything to wipe my butt with. I mean, but what I could find was water and rice and beans and protein and vegetables and all the things that you would actually need to keep you alive in case you had to be locked in your house. But it's okay. I can wipe my butt. Um, you know, if, if that does, if that does arise, dude, are you kidding me? That's the last thing I'm concerned about. If I had to be locked in my house for a month, I would just literally Put the friggin shower on my butt or do what Will Ferrell does in Step Brothers and just sit on the sink. If it came to that, I'm not saying I'm doing that, but I'm saying, like, if it came to that. And it's just like, fuck, man. Like, my entire life, I thought I was the dumbest person in the world because I got 960 on my SATs three separate times. Never broke a thousand. Never was above a C student ever. Always thought by general standards that I was pretty stupid. Um, so, shit, man, like this year, I'm not going to bring up like specific examples, but I've just sat there and been like, fuck, man, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a decently smart person. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, man, like, I'm sure other people feel this way, but I just had to say that. Um, okay, let's move on to the good. Let me get a quick rip of my water. All right, All right. so the good things that happened in 2020, because um, there are silver linings. Uh, start with my business. If you listen to this podcast, you already know what they are. Uh, March rolled around, everybody closed up, nobody knew what the hell they were going to do. I We had a big meeting. I said, either we're going to sink or we're going to swim, or I don't know what's going to happen. It's just, you know, we are a clothing company with a very important message. They're, we're always growing, always trying to give back. We're the first catalyst. There was no other company like us but also it's clothing. So, you know, sometimes you don't, if you're wondering about how you're going to pay your rent, you're not really looking to buy a t-shirt. Right. So I didn't know how it was going to go. And we surpassed every milestone we ever had prior to this year. I mean, we, we grew substantially and just even in talking to people yesterday and conversations I've had with people uh, throughout this year, it was because they like us. And that's such a, and they're loyal and they want to see us stay and be and exist. And that was like, just really confirmed to me like that all of this work has been worth it. And it, and any business owner who has been through this year and survived could tell you that they feel the exact same way. And it's, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing that I really can't put into words, but that was an amazing silver lining um, for this year. And it also gives you motivation and, um, drive to go forward, which I'm really excited about for 2021. Um, at the gym, uh, January to March, had a really good start back at the gym after all my excuses for so many years. Um, went back probably what's now December, went back in October, September, maybe of this year. Finally, again, I talked about it on one of my last podcasts. It's excuses. Excuse me. I just burped into the mic. That's how you know it's a high quality podcast. Um, Excuses are for everybody, you know. And I had a lot of excuses for a lot of years, and uh, that was because everything always came easy to me. And if I didn't tell people that I didn't go to the gym for a couple years, they wouldn't have never guessed because my body just kind of stayed big and thick. You know, it wasn't great with my shirt off, but it was. You know, people still were like, "Oh, you must go to the gym a lot." And then reality was, I wasn't. And on top of that, too, I wasn't taking vitamins. I wasn't drinking a gallon of water a day. I wasn't, uh, taking supplements. I wasn't, uh, eating right. So all of that has changed for me to say, your boy is gonna, is gonna be in the best shape of his life this year. I might even post a dick root photo in <laughs> on my 36th birthday, May 20th, Anybody who follows me on Instagram knows what I'm talking about. Um, you know the dick root photos? It's like the female equivalent of like the butt photo and a thong that females just try to post and then try to say like, "Hey, look at my new watch." It's like, "Hey, your butt's hanging out." Um, it's like the same thing with guys. You know, like you'll have these fitness guys and like they'll 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 pull their shorts down so far or their abs will go down so far that it looks like their dick has a root and it's like an upside down tree. It's a dick root photo. You can Google it. Don't Google it, but it's what it's called. Thirty um, sixth birthday. Maybe the first time ever I will post a shirtless photo of my results, sans dick root, um, to say that at 36, I can be in the best shape of my life. And I think oftentimes a lot of people make excuses for why they can't go to the gym, why they can't eat right, why they can't do all this stuff. Now, more than ever, you need to take better care of yourselves, build your immune system, take vitamin C, take vitamin D, eat right. Um, whatever, don't drink as much, don't smoke as much, like whatever it could be, um, to make yourself less susceptible to, you know, coronavirus or whatever else is going to come down the pipe. Cause I'm sure there's something else or just getting sick in general. Like this should have been a huge wake up call for a lot of people. And it was for me and I'm happy that I'm back and I'm in the best shape I've been in probably in the last four or five years now. And I'm really happy with that. And that is a huge silver lining uh, for this. Cause that kind of kickstarted me into going, Oh, I need to, I need to do what I'm capable of doing still. Um, so that was a really good silver lining as well, too. And sorry for saying the word dick root, guys. Um, people learn to support local, like I just talked about before. Uh, so many people this year supported local. Um, and you have a small business. I think people really got to see, oh, shit, like maybe I shouldn't buy from Walmart or Amazon. as Maybe I shouldn't go to that chain restaurant. Maybe, you know, like people got to see in real time, how do or die it is for month to month and year to year for a lot of small businesses and companies. And a lot of them closed up and are never going to come back. And I think a lot of people that hit home for a lot of people. And I think that really is a, it was a negative obviously, but silver lining is that people saw that. And I think that people needed to see that. I think sometimes that's what needs to happen for people to, to see how important that is. Um, So that was a huge thing. Um, I mean, I've always kind of in the last five or six years been this way anyway, but making moments last and being in the moment, you know, um, it's so easy. Everybody I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of this just as much as everybody else, you know, just, um, I think back to like concerts I've been to where I'm on my phone recording it or like, and I'll still fucking do that. Don't get me wrong. The first concert I go to, I might record the whole thing and cry. Um, but like being with some friends and you're on your phone or or like you know being somewhere and you're on your phone or you're not being in the moment, you're not thinking about how special it is. I mean like this summer I made it a a very big point to be in the moment more and to be appreciative of those moments because you know I don't know when or if this is going to end. So if hey guys, I'm living forever. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um No, but what I'm saying is like, I turn my phone off when I fish, keep the music on data goes off. Um, you know, just trying to breathe in every moment I had this summer and be appreciative of the things I'm able to have. And, uh, whether it's with my family, which I didn't see that much, but appreciate those little moments, um, you know relationship my dog uh friends you know if i didn't since everybody didn't see their friends and family as much this year i mean it's just it hammers home like when you do get to see them a lot again to just really appreciate that i think people needed that reminder that you know it's you need to appreciate that stuff more you know especially the people that mean a lot to you you know you need to check in more i mean i did a, a much better job this year just checking in on people you know and just see it how they're doing. You know, it's a, it's a big, it's a small thing, but it's a big thing. Um, yeah. And and lastly, and most importantly, one of the greatest things about 2020, uh, the government admitted aliens exist. So anybody who wants to apologize to me about that for making fun of me (laughs) for years about believing in aliens, uh, I'll take that anytime. Um, and then also, too, uh, you know, all we need now, and I hope it happens before the end of 2020, is I hope that the government just admits that Bigfoot exists because I'm a huge Bigfoot guy. I own many a Bigfoot shirt. I have Bigfoot stickers and bottle openers. And Jesus Christ, if I wore underwear, I'd probably even have Bigfoot underwear. Um, but that will really make my life. And it's okay if it happens in 2021, but I just want them to admit that. And then, then I will be made whole. But anytime you want to give me those, uh, those, um, you're, uh, I'm sorry, and you're welcome. Type things uh, for saying that I was weird all those years. For saying aliens exist, be my guest. You can come to the store anytime. Uh, twenty twenty Spotify Wrapped. Uh, I joked about how I was going to touch on that. I'll just let you know the most listened to artists is it artists? This is artists. Why does that sound so weird? Kit Moore, obviously, and Morgan Wallen, who's my new favorite as well too. Uh, I found Breaking Bad. I've been through a two-year stretch where uh, Sopranos played in our household uh, season one through six every single day. And it was just repeated at the end of season six. Uh, I found Breaking Bad. I'm showing Amy it right now. She's got four episodes left. And then I'm going to bring her into El Camino. And then I'm going to bring her back to Better Call Saul. Now, I've been through all of that. Okay? It's awesome. It's so good. It is. Now, it's moved for me. The meter has moved. Now, Sopranos is always going to be number one. Hyphen number one would also be Breaking Bad. Solid number 2 unfucking believable Thank God that I finally decided to watch it after five years of it being over. Um, yeah. So there are a million things I could have touched on. Those are the things I wanted to talk about. I can't really recall the last seven months, eight months, whatever it's been. I just remember that I'm grateful and I'm lucky to have been so busy that I don't recall those moments, but I, I recall the very special ones and I was able to find the silver linings. Uh, even if they are bad, it just further hammers home that some things will always be bad and you cannot change those people or those things. And you need to just be you and do your work and worry about your life and try to make change as you can. But making change and changing someone is two separate things. Um, so that those are the things that I recall the most. And I remember, and, um, I'm happy that I get to do this again. I'm happy that I get to get on here and talk bullshit. And some of you guys listen and you think it's funny. And that's really all it is. And that's what this podcast started for stories for another time, which this really isn't a story, but I have a story at the end to keep it consistent. You know, I don't want to stray too far away from where I started. Uh, And it's, it's basically so that I don't have to pay, you know, 60, 70, 80 bucks every session to go see a psychologist or a shrink. Is that what they're called? Shrink? Shrink? Psychologist? I don't even know what the proper term would be. I probably still will anyway. I think it's good to talk to people about stuff. Um, But since I'm talking uh, in a giant office alone by myself uh, with a microphone (laughs) and a computer, uh, you know, maybe it might be time to go do that. But this is my therapy and this is what I do this for. Um, So, yeah. So I got two stories. Uh, One. Now, here's a crazy thing. Anybody who listens to this podcast, anybody who knows me, knows I love a fucking Grand Slam, right? When the opportunity presents itself. Most people who follow us and most people who follow me in general are very nice. But when somebody's very rude or uh, vulgar or they're just a typical internet troll, if it is time to close the cage door and lock the lock the octagon, uh, it's time. Um, and I love doing it. I pick and choose my spots and, and it's always great. It always either ends up in them apologizing or them leaving Instagram or them changing their mind mu- or whatever or I just clap back and and that's that's that you know um, but we didn't have a lot of that this year it's actually kind of crazy I'm actually waiting for it to happen like nothing happened like that during the holiday season um, but we did have a Karen and her name actually was Karen and I won't say her last name but her name was Karen and uh, she sent us a message the other day and, and she said um, and again this goes back to my initial point of the podcast can't change people. Uh, she was demanding a refund because we sent her two packages and the big packages that we sent this year, because this year has been kind of weird and things are really hard to come by. Uh, we have these 15 inch by 20 inch giant bags. So if you order a lot of stuff, you get one of these giant bags, right? She had a lot of stuff. So we were only able to get bags that had one side, solid one side, clear. Um, So we had to use those big ones for her. And she was so distraught and so let down that people could have seen what their gifts were, even though they didn't, and she got to them first, that she was wondering what we could do to remedy it in the way of a refund. I'll say that again, because the package was half clear, which you couldn't even tell what was in it anyway. (laughs) She wanted a refund, which back to my original point, um, she said... Yeah, it would really be better if you just refunded me. Uh, I think that was her original email. So I said, hey, no problem. I refunded half of the order. And then she said, I hope you take into consideration my suggestion. I think it could really help grow your company. Ah. Ah. Okay, sorry. I just just choked on my own vomit. I said, gee, thanks. I go, I'm really, really happy. Let me pull it up. I'm really, really happy that you let us know about that. I really hope that this can help grow our company in the future. And that was that. Um, So, like I said in the beginning, Karen's are going to Karen. And shitty people are going to shitty people. And thank you for her supporting us. But also at the same time, you know, if we lose someone of that caliber, that's really okay with me. I, I just... Yeah, that's okay with me. And lastly... I want to set the scene for you guys. Okay. Now this is a story you've been waiting for. This is a story because it's stories for another time. I thought about this the other day and I don't know who I was talking uh, with about this, but in grade school, right? I went to a central grade school and my mom was my kindergarten teacher and it was K through six. And I stayed in that school system till middle school, seven, eight, and then high school. Right. But it was like three or four different towns went to the school. Right. And I was always made fun of because my mom was a school teacher and I was a bitch on top of that too complete bitch, bowl cut, um, unibrow, uh, just, you know, I was just very, I didn't know how to respond to them making fun of me that my mom was a teacher. So I don't even, I just was a very unlikable little KP, you know? Um, so anyway, so like fourth, fifth, sixth grade, I kind of started changing. My body started changing and like, I started, you know, whatever, uh, becoming more attractive to the opposite sex, I should say. Um, So I remember at this grade school, we used to have like two dances a year. One was around Christmas time and school dances, man. Uh, And one was around the springtime or something like that. Like Thanksgiving, Christmas dance. It was Christmas though. And they had it in the gym, right? And I walk in and this song is playing. And the music teacher from school, Mr. K-Dyke, was the DJ. And it was like that, plus like Green Day, plus Dream Lover by Mariah Carey with, I don't even know. It was just, yeah. And the, the chairs were in like the shape of like a horseshoe. And there were very few kids that were comfortable dancing to fast songs. But when it came time... For slow songs, everybody knows how to slow dance. You put your hands on the hips, which is very uncomfortable for a fifth grader. <laughs> you don't know where to put your hands. You're like, oh, my God, I'm touching a woman for the first time. And uh, you're horned up, obviously, too. And you just kind of step side to side and you sway side to side, whatever. And um, I remember, like, going and I had these brand new pair of fucking giant jinkos, you know, like the ones with the 20-inch bottoms. And I had the air pennies, right? They air pennies. Everybody who knows sneakers or basketball knows exactly what I'm talking about. And I was wearing a no fear shirt that was like down to my knees. But then then I had the Jenkos and the pennies and my fucking bowl cut, dude, was looking amazing. Like the best bowl cut ever. Like perfect, dude. Perfect. I just started shaving my unibrow. So your boy was coming up. okay? And of course, I wasn't dancing to the fast songs because still wasn't confident yet. Um, But I'm going to take you through what happened next. One Sweet Day comes on by Mariah Carey and Boyz II Men. And this girl comes over. Her name was Amy Dodge. Can't I remember these names. And she's like, just, do you want to dance? And guys, my brain exploded. And I just, Bleh. yeah, sure. We danced to One Sweet Day. And this is also at a time, too, where you're not really looking at each other's eyes. You're doing the heads to the side thing, and you're keeping your distance because if you were hugged up on each other, a teacher would come over and separate you. And of course, you're looking to your guy friends, and they're all making fun of you, and she's looking to her girlfriends, and they're all snickering and laughing, and just you're just slow dancing, right? So, that ends. And I'm uh, through the uh, through, I was gonna say through the moon. Over the moon. Yeah, I'm through the fucking moon. I could have been there, too. Um. The next song comes on, and I had to think really hard about what song it was, but also, here it is. And wouldn't you know it, Amy McDaniel walks up. Another beautiful woman in the eyes of every fifth grader. And she asked me to dance. And I was like, oh my god. Two of, the, two of the hottest girls in school, man, are asking me to dance. And we danced. Same thing as before. Two feet apart. Heads to the side. Oh, man. And then finally. Last slow dance of the night. This song comes on. And I swear by the moon. And the hottest girl in the school, to me, Heather Courier, walks up and asks me to dance. And my jaw fell through the floor. Must have been that I started shaving my uni brow, because I had never received this kind of attention. We danced. Now Heather, she went against the grain. She stared right the fuck at me the whole time. <laughs> I had a hard time staring back. Song finishes. Man, you wait. Everybody's, you know, oh my God, can you believe so-and-so dance with who? Whatever. Cars start picking up kids. My mom picks me up. I get in the back seat and I spread out like goddamn P. Diddy in the back of a limousine. And I'm just like, oh, this is it. I will never be happier in my life ever again than after this dance tonight, three girls asked me to dance in a row to slow songs. This is the best Christmas ever. And up until this year, I have never been happier on Christmas (laughs) Eve or Christmas time. (laughs) And I got to say that this year, because it's right now in this moment, I'm happier than I've ever been because I'm healthy. I think Um, I have a family that loves me. I have a great girlfriend. I have a dog that I love. Who's basically my son at this point. I just, he's my son. I wish he could talk, but he's my son. You know, I still get to see my family if I choose from a, from a safe distance. Right. But that will change soon. Vaccines here. Um, I got such great affirmation. That this is what I meant to do this year, and the support was beautiful. Still got to fish, still got to ride around in a truck with the windows down. Um, yeah, it's the happiest I've ever been. And those little things, those things in family mean the most. Uh, so sorry, fifth grade, whatever year it was, sixth grade dance, and the three women that I named, I'm sure they'll never listen to this. Uh, you've lost your place. You're no longer the happiest I've ever been on Christmas. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, that's my story for today. Uh, what am I at? 33 minutes? All right, got to wrap this up. Um, all right, guys, I have to get out of here because it wouldn't be me if I didn't do last-minute Christmas shopping. Still got a lot of last-minute Christmas shopping to do, and I got to go wrap that up. And uh, if I don't do this before Christmas, I hope you guys have an amazing Christmas, even if it's a little different this year. And I hope you have a great New Year's, even if you get blackout drunk at your own house and you're not out at a bar. Um, hope you have a great New Year's. Um, yeah, try to appreciate, uh, what you got and be hopeful and positive for what's to come. So, all right guys. Um, sorry for making you wait so long. I will see you in 2021. or Maybe at the end of this week, Fuck knows, maybe next week. Oh yeah. There's a week between Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> I'll see you next week then. Um, all right guys, uh, take care of yourselves, take care of each other and, uh, see you soon.